We Like Dota is brought to you by the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yield Raven, Samson Magnuson, Nathan Johnson, RX Cowbell, Modster, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Icebug, Tyrus Andromedon, Paul Turner, Jeffrey Peterson, Zeke, Strawcap, That Charlie, Zach, Yanni, Darkstorm Dota, Pistol Pete, and Matthew Everett. We Like Dota, episode 376. Hello and welcome to We Like Dota, episode 376. My name is Arian, aka 2K. I have the pleasure of being your host on this wonderful Wednesday evening, and I'm joined by my dear friend Charlene. Hello, Arian. Hello, Internet. Uh, I didn't really think of an intro, if I'm being honest. So what are you up to right now, Charlene? I'm recording a podcast with you ahead of my workday. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> yep. Cool. All right. Dota. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at it go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to Dora Feelings, where I, the host, ask Charlene, the non leading host, how was the week in Dora? And how did it make you feel? I'm going to cover a few weeks of Dota because it's been a while since I've been on the episode. Um, A long time span. You always say that when it's been like two weeks. I will fact check you. No, it's been like a month, hasn't it? Okay, three episodes ago. Barely a month. Barely a month. (laughs) All right, all right, okay. all right. Granted, uh, granted. It's been a while. Um, I've I wanted played... to be the fact checker, but I was the fact checked instead. Well, we were both right, because I said a month, you said no, two no, weeks, it's actually don't three weeks. I it's was right wrong. in the middle. I, Arian was left, Charlene was right. No, honestly, if we do prices right rules, you were the closest without going Way over. Way so. too polite. <laughs> The Canadianness is yeah. is seeping into my American okay. blood. I'm just gonna I... <laughs> I'm gonna be more toxic now to to compensate. Okay. Tell me about your um, weekend daughter, you Okay, dumb oh all right. Person. Let's start off with that. Let's start off with the toxicity of, oh, no. of male Dota. <laughs> um, so I was casting a game with Juvu. Um not our game. game. Your game. Yes. Your game against Sync Cats. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was it was a hype series. It was upper bracket, um, like one of the earlier upper bracket games. Um, I will talk about the other upper bracket game shortly. And it was it was like a, you know, really game one, really sick, yeah, close, sick, sick game. This was game two. And um, honestly, you guys were just stomping. Were <laughs> it was not even close um this was but, the the game we we covered this in the last episode as well uh, where they played uh zeus alchemist and got really heavily played. yes yeah and um toto was on lich and there was one team fight by their triangle in mm-hmm. which um toto kind of got gone on but then you guys responded and then she turned around and 
had this huge loyalty, and then you guys yeah. team wiped them. Literally, three v five team fight due to this loyalty. I saw yeah. the clip many a time. One bounce, the very last bounce, was not on a hero. Before that, all literally all of the bounces were between heroes, and they were very close together, which makes mm -hmm. literally go like da 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 da. It was a very yep. cool clip. Yeah, it was. It was, you know, one of those literalties that feels really good. Um, Arian clipped it, and it got found by the internet and, like, put yes. onto some YouTube channel. Yeah. And it was, like, one of those, like, 20k sub YouTube channels. I feel like a lot of those have sprung up recently. I feel like there's, like, six 20k sub uh, Dota YouTube channels who post, like, mm. five to six clips every day of everything that happens. Mm. Okay. Um, but anyways, I I was uh, for for lack of better words, I was very excited about that literalty. I was just like, oh, what a literalty! Like, damn, that was a that was incredible. And <laughs> I I got internet famous on this sub twenty k YouTube channel because basically all the comments they weren't even about the the clip itself. They were about me and my reaction. Um, and Arian very very kindly reached out to ask the the channel to like you know either take down the comments or whatever they ended up just removing the whole video but it was for me it was like a nice little reminder of how nice our corner of the internet is because i never have to think about how i might be coming off or like overly mm. worried about being sexualized in any way yeah, so by the way you didn't say this that was a nice reminder very sexist comments like Oh, someone, someone check her seat. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like she's coming. Uh, very, very <laughs> sexist comments. Yeah, and, like, and like, heaps of them. I not not to defend these people, but at the same time, I can imagine that if anyone like had that reaction, it was like, oh wow. <laughs> so I get it, but I I think because you know it's coming from a female, it was over overhyped or over looked into or I mean, whatever you like specifically said like it's huge but i don't know it didn't even i would have never uh thought about it like oh this could sound kind of sexual uh if i didn't read these comments and even after mm. reading these comments I, I i still don't really agree that it's that sexual right but anyways um thank you kind listeners for making our corner of the internet nice and <laughs> not either an escape from reality or better the reality that we would want to have rather than what's actually out there but anyways yeah that was your guys' series you guys already talked about that um the other upper bracket series which i'll get to talk about was ours um takes tree to tangle against toxic angels and it was it went to game three um mm -hmm. and we we ended up winning two to one but honestly like all the games were TA favored and like somehow we eked it out in the end. <laughs> so like mm. game one, I would say that was firmly like we started out pretty well, but then at one point in the middle, our PL had a little bit of lag and we paused and it was right before a team fight. And I think like we, we griefed ourselves because on the unpause, our PL then accidentally cliffed themselves with Ooh. a, um, with a, doppelganger Rough. and they're just out of the fight and then we lose that fight and like two or three more in a row and if you look at the graph it just like 
swings the complete opposite <laughs> way. We just we had that game in our hands, and it was so much harder than it needed to be. Um, game two, we we just lost. <laughs> like the, they outplayed us, outdrafted us. Um, shout out to Elegance Ursa and yeah, that Ron I think Elegance Ursa in our series, yeah. we like beat beat it in the game that he played against us. But it was mm-hmm. probably the hardest game of WLDL for us. Yeah. Except, you know, pretty good. the high MMR yeah. team. Um, and then game three, like, it again, if you look at the graphs, it was TA fader, favored. Um, I can't actually remember exactly, like, what happened or what turned. But I know there was a point in the game where we realized, like, okay, this is our chance. So we have to leverage off of this. And, like, we, um, we did it. So then we, you know, used our timing. Uh and we're able to push high ground and, and end the game. But um, TA, not to be... Uh, not to be, what's the word? Uh, yeah, underestimated. Contender to be reckoned with. I assume... Uh, I, I hate to be presumptuous, but I assume you guys are going to lose against Squid. Whoa! <laughs> which, which How means could you assume be... that? You're saying the team that's literally <laughs> twice on MMR would Prove beat me us? wrong. Prove that me wrong, That we already got Arian. destroyed in groups by? That's crazy! Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that would mean that you guys are going up against TA next. Mm. So good luck. I'm confident. I'm 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 looking forward to mass tipping Ronan when we beat them because <laughs> I casted the series that uh, their team played against Syncats where they eliminated, and mm-hmm. my man, he was, like he literally ran out of tips. He said in both game in yeah in both games because. He was chipping Jesus. like every, a single minor thing happened, like missed a deny or something. Tip literally every time, so you know. You gotta tip the tipper. Yes. Yeah. All right, um, and then I'm gonna talk about one more series before I I ask you how your week in Dota has made you feel. But um, we have also played up against Hex already, and uh, they are arguably the second best team right now in. I would say so. <laughs> the Wheel of Total. Yeah. Uh, so game one kind of went as expected. It was a 26-minute game. Um, they they beat us uh, 34 kills, and we only got 11. And we're like, they, okay, whatever. I'm curious. Did they kill you ancient, or did you tap out early? I actually can't remember. <laughs> Purge from the memory. <laughs> Jesus, was that bad? I, I, I want to <laughs> say that we probably GG'd. Okay. Actually. Um, anyways, but then game two, so th- this game we were like, all right, you know, let's, let's just have fun, whatever. Um, so I picked Coddle, who I haven't played yet in the series or in We Like Dota League at all, but I was like, you know, they're, they're gonna win lanes, they're gonna push. So who can I play that will de-push a bit and mm-hmm. enables my teammates? And I was like, Coddle, perfect. Um, uh, our offlaner went, um, or actually we mixed up our lanes. Um, we, we picked up a pudge. Like we just, we just decided to have fun Yeah, and it ended up being a pretty close game. Uh, <laughs> we were able to draw it out to 58 minutes. The end score was 47 to 46. Um, I mean, they had mega creeps and we only got to, I think their tier two. So it, it wasn't by any means a close game but it was closer than we yeah. thought and it's always i feel like it's always the game where you like kind of meme and are not trying anymore and yeah. you have a trash draft that somehow like they become like you maybe you win them right, against better teams i remember right. 
in the pandemic league that we did, we played uh, a team that was substantially higher MMR that we never beat mm -hmm. in previous seasons. And we did like total meme shit. I picked Morphling mid, which I've played like twice. Our support player, who he had never played Pudge in his life, he was just like, yo, give me Pudge. Uh, and we actually <laughs> beat that team in the end. It was very odd. Nice. Yeah. Um, Dota's better when you just have fun. True. Yep. Uh, so yeah, those are my Dota feelings. What about you? Uh... I, I, I had a I had a good weekend, Dota. I didn't play that much, Dota. Uh, you're gonna like this, Shalene. I, I, I have a Minecraft server with my two best real-life friends. We haven't Ooh. played that game in probably five years. Um, mm -hmm. And then, like, one night, it was last Friday, we, like, tried to set up a server, but we're, like, too boomer at this point to set it up properly because, like, Microsoft bought that game and now everything's different. Uh, but we mm -hmm. did it this Monday. Uh, it's very fun. There's a lot of new stuff in this. Uh, I played a bit of Dota. I bought the the battle level bundles with my uh, my Crimson Witness money. Okay. So now I'm a I'm a proud owner of the Drow Arcana. Um, nice. I had a I had a lot of fun dressing a dressing Drow up. I think it's a pretty cool Arcana. So. Oh, I want to talk about this as well. So Parker, right? Mm -hmm. He's on Syncats. And when I cast this game, I asked their game, I cast a lot. He picked Drow in both their games, and he's like a master tier, level 29 Drow. He uses all the default items of the Arcana and nothing else. <laughs> I don't know how you can do that. I I put a lot of effort into this. So I use the like the the not a cash set, but it's from this battle pass where you, she has like crystal crystal hands and boots and stuff like that. I use that in combination with the back piece of the like Asian themed set where she has the rice farmer hat. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you posted a picture of your mm -hmm, draw, right? Yes. Check it in the cosmetics exchange or cosmetics exchange, however you want to say it, uh, channel <laughs> in our Discord. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. I like my Dorokana fashion. Yeah. I, I, I played three games with it so far. I lost two and I won one, which was pretty nice. Uh, I don't think I'll ever become like a huge draw player. It's not really the go ham play style that I'm used to, I will say. But mm -hmm. I like, you know, uh, doing a lot of damage. I like building Blink yeah. Dagger as well on draw. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. Drow Blink. I remember when you first learned that. I think from Emmy died. Somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Long time ago. Mainstay. Nice. Mm. Besides that, what else, what else did I do? I didn't do... Oh, I played my first Marcy game in my life, Charlene. I'm very proud oh, that I've I haven't not played, played Marcy, Marcy before. You're a better human than me. I finally <laughs> gave into the temptation and the hero feel, still feels kind of busted. I don't know. If I can, like play it for the first time in my life and get 15 kills and carry a match where my carry was absolute trash. Uh, mm -hmm. I feel like the hero's still broken. Um, my brain know, just like... breaks. Like, when there's a Marcy in the game, I I forget how to play Dota because I'm just blinded by rage. Mm, I, I can feel that. <laughs> I mean, it felt like... Everything I did, like even when I did objectively good moves, it felt like I'm I'm doing something that's low skill. Like you just have to buy Basher first item on that hero along with Falcon Blade, 
And then mm -hmm. I didn't even have to farm anymore. I like just got six loaded by winning a lot of fights and killing tombstones. Killing tombstones? So you mean yeah, that was undying? undying? That was undying oh, okay. on the enemy team. I mean, oh. they had like sniper undying and the lion mid. They had like a kind of trash draft, so maybe oh, that's okay, why yeah. But you know, I still. think lion is pretty good against Marcy though. Yeah, lion mid though. When I have BKB. He, like, mm. I kind of blew him and Sniper up repeatedly. Right. Yeah, so whatever. So are you going to be a, a Marcy player now? No. Or no, have no. you gotten it out of, your, out of your system? I think I've gotten it out of my system. One game is enough and all. That, that's all I need. Nice. I think she's probably going to get uh, added into Captain's mode, right? Uh, With this patch? Uh. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. We only Actually, have two bans in the early, like first round ban is only two from each side. There's OD, Spearbreaker, and Marcy. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, is she good competitively? I feel like if she got added to Captain's mode right now, she'd be pretty good. Probably. Like repositioning is always very strong. I just, um, I'm not sure what position she's like still good as. I think she's a pretty viable, like, three or four. A four? Ah, okay, well, whatever. I mean, I always think about, like, her ulti when I hear people talking about Masi support and thinking, like, the way her ulti works makes Masi support bad. True. But maybe True. I'm just wrong in that. Because there's other, like, viable fours that have the ulti that scales off their right click. Tusk, for example. Like, Tusk mm -hmm. isn't a bad four, even though his ulti scales of right-click. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, whatever. I don't, re I, I don't really want to think or talk about Marcy. Um, yeah. Yeah, fuck her. One other game uh, that I want to talk about, I probably had the worst loss of my life uh, in the last oh. week. So, it was me, Gothia, Proud, uh, host of Fourth Spirit Podcast, shout out to them, uh, mm -hmm. Sneeze, uh who cast a lot of WLDL games, and Yamin, I don't know who this person is, some random Dota goon who stacked with us, I guess. Um, and Shout out we, to Yamin. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Perma, he's a Divine 5 player, um, and he's a support player, which already, mm -hmm. like, kind of fucks with your matchmaking because you you're gonna be like matched against immortals and divines in the enemy mm -hmm. team who are gonna like be tryharding on carry while you're you know who's obviously very good premise needs uh this guy he was playing on 250 ping on the five position uh so mm. <laughs> we were like ancient 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 uh crusader divine and the enemy team was ancient Ancient, Divine, Divine, Divine. And all tryharding. And we lost every lane super, super hard. We got two kills in the whole game. One of those on me, which obviously makes me much better than all my teammates. Who um, are you playing? Drow Ranger. It was the second game okay. of Drow Arcana. And the gotcha. worst thing about that loss, like, I'm sure I've lost uh, worse games. Do you know the based police voice line? No. It's like... Maybe if you say the line itself. Ring, ring, it's the base police, something like that. It's the worst voice line in Dota. It's like very shrill and very annoying um, and cringe. So I hate it. And they like five men spammed that. So I like knew there were like annoying NA Dota goons, which made the loss much more painful than it probably would have been otherwise. 
Mm. Yeah, mentally, it was the worst loss of my life. I I, I will say that because how of that how will you recover? How will I recover? Um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I'm pretty resilient overall from loss uh, <laughs> losses. Maybe I'm just okay. dead inside, but who knows? Worst loss of my life. I'll just recover easily. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I wouldn't rec- like, what's the alternative? I just stop playing Dota. That's crazy. You could like figure out what you can learn from that, and I mean, I did learn. I did learn some important things about matchmaking uh, in that game. Mm-hmm. That being that matchmaking is kind of imbalanced sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. That's that's cool. My weekend order. I think that sums it up. Uh, we have a a tiny a tiny sliver of news, uh, a drop of news, one might say. A news slice. <laughs> a new slice. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. All right, uh, welcome to the news. Uh, there's really a lot, a lot of news. We have the the regional finals, w- which we can talk a bit about if you want to, Shalin. Uh, Western Europe, South America, and Southeast Asia, I believe. Yes, uh, are starting on Friday, the 11th. It's gonna be. Just like a tiny double elimination playoff bracket with four teams each. Uh, they're going to be getting DPC points, 380 and 250 for the winner, which is, is that as much as winning a major? Not really, right? It's like a minor, I think. I, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been following any okay. of the I will pro just, Dota stuff. I will just assume that these teams get equivalent points as they would be getting if they won a minor. For okay. these, uh, for these tournaments, and 50k, which is bad in Dota terms, but great for every other esport, in every other esport term. So EU is probably the region that most people will be looking at. We have Team Liquid, uh, Gladiators, which is ex Team Tickles, who got uh, picked up by an Orc that's apparently like an NFT peddler. Uh, mm. But honestly, I I sympathize a lot with the with the team tickled boys. I they're they're very dear to my head. Two, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, whatever. Like as, as long as they get paid and they get to profit from other idiots buying NFTs, uh, you know, get that bag salary. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then it's also Tunra Esports and OG in the EU division. My honest guess is that. I, I mean, I, it's only four teams. I guess I can do a ranking. My predicted ranking is Gladiators at place one, Liquid, Tundra, OG. I think OG is going to choke legendarily. I I don't know why. I just have this this inkling, I will say. Hmm. Maybe. I, I can't even say. I haven't been watching any Pro Dota. Will you be watching the regional final, Charlene? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> I I don't know if it's just me or if something about the pro Dota scene has kind of changed, but... I'm I mean, it has changed a lot, uh, but I feel like uh, more people uh, are watching... It's not like hype generally. or organized or something. I don't know. Yeah, organized, definitely not. But I think okay. overall, like, it's a pretty... People love to hate a lot, but if you mm-hmm. want to get into, like, a, you know, a bigger discussion, I think right now the pro Dota scene is not the healthiest it's ever been. But healthier than it has been for the past five years, definitely. Past five years? Really? Yeah. 
healthier than yeah healthier than has been in a long time in my opinion that's that's, that's a long time like so the, you would say it's healthier than like ti eight it's been the the healthiest thing we had since there were like three big three million majors a year wow okay yeah, it I must mean, just be me then because i feel like it was much I think the organization and the, um, like how well you got to kind of get to know the teams, it, it just seemed more stable when uh, they had defined majors and yeah, it's definitely minors. I would stuff. say it's more diffuse now because uh, yeah, there's a bigger focus on regionality. Uh, but from what we've seen from other esports, is that that gives you more organic benefits and growth in the long term to focus a bit more on regionality uh, mm. something that like you know, we can see there's no at this point there's no unsigned uh team in the eu gpc and you know something like undying uh, getting picked up by tsm which are like a ginormous org uh there's some good signs here uh, that, okay. that's what i'm saying um yeah i don't do, should I talk about SEA and SA? T1 yeah, will T1. rule SEA. I have no contribution. I'm just uh, spitballing here. Who's going to okay. win? No, okay. I shouldn't talk about South America. I have no clue who's going to win this. I'll pick it based on name. Who Who's playing? One team is named Apu King of Kings. Okay. Which is a very weird name. I'm not sure how that came to be. Yeah, so these guys are going to win because they have the longest They're going to win? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Long name equals win. That's why I always lose. My name is only three letters. Hmm. You're a winner, though. Sometimes. You had the worst loss of your life, but you're going to bounce back. Yeah, I mean, I'm already bounced back. I won a game since then. Imagine. Nice. Mm. Yep, that's it. With All news. Right. No, no, not a huge. Yeah. More news. Let's move on. More news <laughs> next week. When, when the regional finals end. Uh, yeah, let's move on to Hero of the Week. You're tougher than I thought. Come along. Feeding time. Have a cookie. Meepo. More Meepo. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. All right, Shaheen. Hero All right, of the Week. Do you know his first name? If I not, I can tell you. It's Rattletrap. <gasps> Rattletrap the clockwork. Yes. Um, uh, a, a cool hero. Most Probably like one of the few heroes that you legitimately can't... like, o o Almost exclusively only played in the four position, I feel like. This is like the, the definition of a four position hero in terms of skill set. Um, he is a, a melee strength hero who's... Ability kit focuses heavily on skirmish uh, and initiation and splitting up team fights. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. He has. I feel like he can be a three. He's not like a great three, but he can definitely yeah, he initiate. Can be a three. Like as you point out, he can initiate and split up team fight, which I feel like... Yeah, my that's a good point, actually. I think if the next patch makes, in some way, wave clearing not as important for three positions or for course overall, Knock, mm -hmm. Clock might, like, skyrocket to becoming a great three because 
I think uh, especially his uh, 20 and 25 talents are really, really strong. Or what if they buff his uh, rocket flare? Yeah. They, and then he can wave just, clear better. They, they they could do that, honestly. It, it doesn't need a huge buff. Like, 300 damage would already be enough to like make him much better at wave clearing. Uh, right. Speaking of abilities, I don't want to make you read through them all, so how about we alternate, Shaleen? Okay. Do you want to start or should I start? Mm, I'll start. All right. Okay. So his Q is battery assault. It is um, just a, a self-cast thing that um, does some magical damage in which uh, what happens is that... <laughs> it's like, like a spark. Yeah, he, he has little... little uh, what are they? They're little shrapnels. Ploinks. In a small radius, ploinks, ploinks, that is the official term, little ploinks, ploinks in a small radius of 275, in which um, at 0.7 second intervals, which you can level up with uh, one of his talents, um, it just stuns for 0.1 seconds and also does damage. Um, As a, a Jakiro lover and an ogre lover, this is your worst nightmare <laughs> um, and a CM lover like any kind of slow hero that has decent cast point on anything like if you get caught by a battery assault the 0.1 second duration stun like you're trying to yeah. walk away but you can't and you're like slowly taking damage um, spirit breaker very funny if he tries to because <laughs> he makes like this yeah. loud noise so he just goes like ah 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 every 0.7 seconds Really, um, yeah, and it sets up for his next spell. Yeah, uh, um, I I want to talk about battery assault a bit because battery assault okay. I would definitely consider this the defining uh, ability that Clockwork has, at least in terms of normal abilities, uh, because it makes them, especially early, uh, it mm-hmm. makes them like untradeable against. I feel like. Uh, you can chase down a hero, and if it's the only hero in the AoE, which granted it's a small AoE, but this this uh, berry salt ability means you always want to fight people alone with any creeps uh, nearby mm. because they will soak True. up the damage and and the mini stun. Uh, if somebody is alone with like, let's say you're level three clockwork chasing a uh, yeah chasing a level two support or something, if you get to chase them solo. Uh, you can like solo kill them with one spell. Um, yeah. So like the the potential damage in some situations and the uh, you know damage that it can do in suboptimal situations, the variance there is huge with the spell. So you should always watch out and try to catch people alone away from creeps or jungle camps. Yeah, and I feel like you know getting early move speed, either boots or at least a wind lace. Yeah, exactly. Um, makes a lot of sense on this hero. Because yeah. you want to be able to stay on them with battery assault. Uh, mm-hmm. Something that also helps you stay on people. Uh, power corks. Um, this is a primary lockdown and uh, teamfight like splitting ability, but it has some other cute uses as well. Um, it creates uh, little corks uh, around you. I believe it's eight or six. Not sure how many it is, but... Um... It's eight, I think. It's eight? Okay. Uh, eight corks who last five, scaling up to uh, eight seconds. Eight corks, eight seconds. Nice. Uh, 
and they physically block movement and if you run close to them from the outside as an enemy you will take 50 scaling up to 275 damage and lose up to 140 mana if you run up to them in the from the inside they don't shock you if you're an enemy you just like can't pass them you need two hero attacks to destroy these bad boys uh and then mm -hmm. you can walk out but you should be careful because if you run at them from the outside uh, you need to be very precise if you like destroy a cork and try to run into the corks for some reason um if you're not very precise with your movement you will like get next to one and they will push you out and do a bunch of damage um yeah this obviously uh scales greatly with battery assault because it keeps everything else or creeps or heroes that might soak the battery assault damage uh away from the hero that you're trying to hit with battery assault uh you can also greatly use this to split up team fights as i said uh, this very underrated use of that spell uh great if you're getting chased you can put this on a choke point like a stair or cliffs and you know people can't chase you after this uh and something i also want to mention this is a weird ish mechanic so this has a like slight reposition factor to it uh as well like if somebody's like just off the edge because if you press this right and you're next to a hero there's a certain mm -hmm. threshold because they can't be like in the power cork so if you use this and you're next to a hero there's a threshold where the game decides do i reposition this hero inside the power corks uh or outside of the power corks and this threshold is bigger than most people might assume like you don't have to be right next to people um to be like to put them inside uh, power corks i think a general rule of thumb you could use this if you can comfortably hit them with battery assault you can probably take them inside your power corks um but yeah, something something to keep in mind. Like it gives you yeah. a bit of leniency when placing people inside power cocks. You don't have to be like right on top of people. Right. But then you can also Sorry, obviously you... use this in the other direction as well. If they're behind the threshold and you don't want them in, you can basically instantly mini stun them and burn a bunch of mana and do damage to them. Mm -hmm. You can also like just get in front of them, push them back towards your team. Like lots of cute little plays yeah, that you can yeah. do with it. Because the, the pushback, good good point. It's like, what, 200 units or something? It doesn't mention it in the ability description, but it's quite a quite a decent r decent range of pushback there. It says knockback distance 300. 300? Damn, even more than. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah, intricate, like, a very unique spell, but I, I like it. It's fun. Mm-hmm, yeah cool um next spell is rocket flare uh this is a global ability that clockwork can do in which um he sends out a little rocket flare <laughs> uh, so it, it basically like does a little a uh, little missile that he shoots out um and then upon reaching its target destination it explodes into a little shower of 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 meteors tiny tiny little flame balls that do a bit of damage um it gives vision in that area so it's it's good for like scouting roche or just like you know seeing if an enemy is farming their triangle or or whatever um you can even get true sight on it uh on one of your talents um or you can 
uh, as well, you can also get damage for one of your talents. Um, uh, you have to choose between those. Um, and yeah, it's it's kind. Of, I think it's one of those abilities that, like, if you really wanted to be cool, you could try to snipe with it. But it's so, such a slow, yeah, um, and pretty low flare that yeah, it's a it's like a mega flex to to do that. I think it's much more for just like kind of keeping waves pushed on the opposite side of the map or getting vision. Yeah, I think I would consider this a legacy ability. It like. If this ability was added along with like Clockwork being a new hero, like now, it would do like two other things in addition to what it does right now. Mm. Like Rocket Flare, it always seems to me like the the weak ability that Clockwork has. Uh, it's like global scout, which is nice, but as opposed to something like a Beastmaster Hawk. It's very valuable having information on the enemy that they don't know that you have because you can play off that fact. Uh, Rocket mm. Flare, the enemies are all, 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 like, always going to know that you see them uh, because it's obviously like a huge visible effect. Uh, so right. even if you scout an enemy with it, they will you know, get out of the AoE very quickly. What if it was more like a shrapnel? What if it like did gave vision and did damage, but also like mm. either did damage over time or slowed or something? I mean, maybe this would be broken, but giving it like a bit of a knockback, I think, would be cool. Oh. Or make it just buff the the damage and make it like two K range instead of global. I think this ability is probably hurt pretty heavily by being a global ability because if it like did Clockwork has no farming, right? Uh, basically, he's very bad at cleaning creep waves. Uh, mm-hmm. And Rocket Flare is kind of the candidate ability that could maybe help Clockwork clear waves, but it's only 200 damage. If it was like 300, 350, um, Clockwork could actually be like a more viable core hero because you'd be able to farm way better. But if it did 350 damage, like having 350 damage on a like regular ability that's also global and low cooldown uh, would make it kind of broken. So it's been a, a bit of a weird spot I feel like this ability is in right now. Mm, okay. Um, Ice Frog, take notes. Take notes, Ice Frog, exactly. <laughs> um, last ability, Hookshot. So it's basically a reverse patch hook uh, with huge cast range. It's a BKB yeah. or piercing stun. And if you're new to Dota, BKB piercing stun should always uh, make you alert because that means this ability is very, very strong. Uh, AoE stun even in some instances. So it's a repositioning ability. It's a very long range hookshot. I'm sure you know this from like Zelda or Titanfall. It's pretty intuitive. You know, it's a hook that you throw out and then you catapult yourself uh, to wherever the hook latches. That can be Neutral creeps, uh, normal creeps, enemy heroes, uh, Roshan, even uh, everything like that. Um, and on landing in a small AoE, you do 1.5 second BKB piercing stun, scaling up to 2 seconds, and you do 75, scaling up to 275 uh, damage. And as I said, it's huge cast range. It's 2k cast range starting out. Um, going to 3k cast range 3k is like what four screens almost 3k that's a lot of range i don't know exactly how many screens is it four i would say like it's two screens two no way more than two i feel like like. two full screens like 
if you were on the edge of your screen and then that and then maybe two because blink horizontal is, screens sure because i'm thinking about blink range and blink range is what 1600 and that's within your frame i don't right? think blink is like low isn't it like 1200 is it i'll okay. look this up right now blink dagger is 1200 yeah 1200 okay never mind yeah more like more like two and a half or three screens then yeah uh it's because you can blink in your screen yeah and if this is 3k <laughs> so yeah. i'm sure people are seeing spirit breaker right now in all of their pubs and you can use this similarly to charge so what's strong about charge is if you if you like charging through a group of enemies you're going to stun everybody that um you know you're charging through it, this is a bit harder to do with hookshot because if you like one you can't directly like go through people because the hookshot would latch on them instead of the person behind them but if you like thread the needle between heroes and hook somebody that's like standing a bit you know with an offset but behind ish somebody else you can sometimes get like three person bkb piercing two second stunts which is really 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 good um yeah and that's that's his that's his kit and as you can probably imagine clock has a pretty straightforward combo so the 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 classic clock combo is hookshot power corks battery salt um and then if you don't want to spend hookshot it's like walk up or four stuff uh battery salt that's the the clockwork classic you one might say mm-hmm. uh, um he also has two uh eggs so he has an Agonist yeah. Scepter, which gives him overclocking, which resets his abilities, but um, he stuns himself after yeah. like three Clockwork. seconds or something. I felt like he was a very like power crept hero. So he felt like an old hero up until he got this axe. This axe is <laughs> the the core item that you're rushing most of the time uh, these days. It's super good. Uh and you're four, right? And after you spent all those abilities from the overclock, you don't really care about the four-second stun uh, afterwards. Right. And sorry, I said it's after three seconds. It's after eight seconds. Mm. So you get, like, increased move speed. You can cast all your spells um, again. Yep. All of them, right? Like, including your ultimate. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then his shard is jetpack, <laughs> so which funny. lets him do little flying vision and he can um like move terrain move over terrain and stuff and bonus movement speed uh, as well uh but jetpack it limits speed. your turn rate it's a bit awkward sometimes but it's mostly still good yeah uh, i like the the lore friendly physics there like yeah. if you're riding a jetpack you can like move in one direction really quickly but turning is hard <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah jetpack is um, like yeah. great low commitment escape as well you don't really want to use your ult to escape on that hero. Uh, we should talk talents also. So sure. I feel like Clockwork talents are mostly bad up until level 25, where he has two bonkers talents. Um, at level 10, 60 power cogs mana burn or minus two second rocket flare cooldown. These talents are both so terrible that on clock, I honestly just max my abilities before I get the level 10 talent. Hmm. Like none of yeah, these talents sense. are worth the the in, like the opportunity cost of having another skill point in one of your good spells. So I, I didn't I don't do it most of the time. I guess once you take them, the rocket flag cooldown is slightly better because power cogs mana burn. It will like rarely 
make a like yeah. effect. Yeah, that's not effect. what the spell is for. It's yeah. more for yeah. repositioning no, really. or locking them in uh, for the mana burn. So like I might even consider skilling stats over these talents. Honestly, they seem like super bad. <laughs> um, at fifteen, twenty-four power uh, battery assault damage uh, or two power cocks hit to kill. Um, battery assault. If you're catching somebody solo, it is a lot of damage. Uh, it is. But at level 15, the damage won't be that impactful anymore. And the power, it's a bit unintuitive how it's phrased. The power corks hit to kill, that's just one hit. Even though it says two. Because those two are creep hits. And on things like, you know, power corks or weaver bucks or the grim stroke, dead wife, um, creep hero hits count either for a third or a, a, yeah, a third or half a hero hit. So, Wait, so it's only one? Yeah, one yeah. Hit? So this makes Oh, I didn't know that. So power cogs is two uh two real Creep attacks hits. and four normal attacks. So this talent makes it three hero attacks and six uh, creep attacks. Okay. Uh, oh, something we didn't mention also that's very important. Um clock can always kill power ho- uh, power cogs in one hit. Oh yeah, with one hit. Yeah. So he can always like trap himself with someone but if he doesn't want to be there yeah, he, can, he can like get out, get, get out yeah um then at level 20 you have 100 rocket flare damage or rocket flare through side this is like an insulting <coughs> talent choice in my opinion <laughs> insulting why yeah. insulting who would ever take 100 rocket flare damage it's such a trash talent you were just saying if his damage if it did like yeah yeah or i mean if it did like but you that's like you level 20 right the game state is very different true uh, true creeps have like 600 or 650 hp at that point like 100 more damage on rocket flare isn't going to like do any breakpoints there for maybe sniping the range creep with one or like mm-hmm. i guess you need like four hits on creeps instead of five uh when you rocket flare them but that's really not worth it like the true side talent it's like very 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 good it's the best talent he has outside of 25 because obviously like you're already using this for scouting uh and this just means you can deward super easily you can scout in the zeros it's a really really good talent mm. yep yeah. and then 25 two great ones here so he can choose between minus 0.25 battery assault interval, which is a great talent, don't get me wrong, but the other one, spell immunity inside power cogs. Um, This is like, I feel like Y3 clockwork or even mid clockwork is viable-ish these days. It's a like busted talent in my opinion. It's so strong. Like <laughs> most heroes already hate being stuck in power cogs with clockwork but being stuck with a clockwork that's bkb'd for eight seconds as long as the cogs last uh that's really really good and you have to keep in mind right uh with overclock cogs get refreshed so that's like a bkb refresh uh and in team fights you're going to be in cogs most of the time this is like you have a you're going to have eggs at 25 most likely you have like a bkb when you already have a refresher that doesn't go down in duration every time you use it and you can use it twice in team fights insane talent mm. in my opinion yeah like the battery assault interval it was very very good talent but it's just been power crept i feel like by this talent this talent is so amazing 
Yeah, I remember when the battery assault interval talent for I I don't remember what it used to be up against, but it was always the battery assault talent. Just yeah. like it's it was like so what, fast, like it was like eight hundred HP. Yeah, I mean clock has like a very strong <laughs> level thirty. Uh, that, that's very scary, uh, and like mm-hmm. clock's always been a hero that struggled in the very late game, and I feel like this talent kind of solves that by by a large margin. Like, he still doesn't have damage, but his survivability issues in the late game are, like, almost completely solved by this. Hmm. Also, Clockwork, as a hero, I'm pretty sure I've, like, expressed this in the past, but I just think he has the best personality. Oh, yeah. He's very cute. (laughs) Like, his voice lines. Yeah. So, we, we can talk about, I guess, itemization, and then cosmetic itemization is what really matters. Ooh. Okay. So, um, itemization, I mean, it, I think it somewhat depends if you, like, either if you want to go for, um, Tranquil or, or like, Phase Boots. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, you can also build Arcane Boots. Yeah. I, I think he's pretty flexible on Boots, but, That's true. um, like, move speed from either Phase or Tranquil Boots is nice, but if you do want to do more of a, like, aura-y support-y, then maybe Arcane Boots instead. Um, um, then after boots, uh, I, I guess there's a choice between blade mail and four staff. Uh, mm-hmm. if you, I mean, you can assess if it's a good four staff game based on a couple different factors, but blade mail, uh, if there's a hero that you want to trap, but that you are also kind of scared of because you have to keep in mind your support, right? So it's hard clockwork is a hard hero never never go on an ursa yeah yeah never go on an ursa clockwork he's a very hard hero because you want to like catch valuable heroes which are cause most of the time and you go like bolts to the walls all in on them basically uh but it also very often gets you killed because like you're initiating you're throwing your body literally throwing your body uh at heroes Mm -hmm. uh that can outright kill you uh, so in some situations, blade mail uh, works. Not against Ursa. You should just <laughs> not play clock against Ursa. But against something like a troll, uh, a blade mail might be nice. Mm. Yeah. Or like even Monkey uh, King, uh, Luna. I guess Luna's bad against clock anyway. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that or four stuff. Four stuff is nice to get a bit out of your cogs faster. Uh, help. You. I mean, four stuff is a great item in general. Uh, yeah. And it also or, means... And sorry? Just if you're playing against Clockwork, get a four staff. Oh, yeah. Four staff <laughs> is the hard counter yeah. to Clockwork. Kind yeah. of nothing he can do. Uh, and then after that's like, you're support, right? So you kind of just rush eggs. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, I think um, depending on the game, either getting like a, a Lotus or a Spirit Vessel also makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Clock's like one but. of those item independent heroes where you can oftentimes mm-hmm. as you said assess yeah. uh what your team needs and then just buy that right. because you already have a a full kit that you need to do what uh, your team is expecting you to do uh, from your abilities yeah cool all so right yeah go out and play clockwork um cosmetics oh the last thing i'll just say is if you're used to playing other skill shot heroes like pudge or marana um clockworks Hookshot is really fast. Yeah, it's yeah. like almost instantaneous. So it's it's 
quite a bit different. It's rough though because at shots. max range you have to lead a bit, uh, so it's like yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's harder to hit than you might realize. Um, mm -hmm. All right. I just want to uh, talk about two sets here, which are very, very good. Oh yeah, sets. Sorry. The yeah. the diatite set where his like he has a brain in the jar. He has, has a his brain. Head. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one's very, good. very wild set. It's only like it's less than two euros at this point, uh, which is pretty nice. Uh, and then mm -hmm. also there's the that's from this battle pass. Uh, it gives him like a little crocodile armor suit, Aww. which looks amazing. I think it's a dinosaur. Yeah, no, sorry, you're right. It's a dinosaur. It has this, like, sharp fins crawled out on top of that. Oh. I just wish the uh, Mortimer frog toad conversation went ah. just as easily. No, no, I, I agree in this case. Um, yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a great set. Like, it looks cool on the terms of being, like, a cute dinosaur, but the texture mm -hmm. work, it looks like there's not a lot of, like, high-tech-looking things in Dota. Even, like, heroes like Tinker, they look kind of like a fantasy version of high tech if you know what i mean but this right. just looks like an iron man suit or something it looks amazing uh this set like inspired me to play mid clockwork a couple times nice um yeah he has two immortals uh uh one changes his rocket flare into like little parachutes and it's like a little drone that flies by him i think that's a cute immortal very cheap at this point i assume it's like less than 20 cents um uh, and I don't think you can buy this yet, but the it changes hookshot. It's like a little. It looks dangerous. I wouldn't want to like let that snap my finger. It's like a, a head. That's his hook, mm -hmm. and it snaps. Yeah. And he has a. It reminds me of um of uh, what the thing in. Whatever Nintendo franchise. <laughs> I was gonna say Zelda, but I don't think it's Zelda. Mario? I think it's Mario. Yeah, Mario. The little thing on the ball and chain. Oh yeah, that's a good point. It it's looks very like similar. that. And I think yeah. what makes this immortal great, honestly, he it has like a really cool animation that plays a lot where the snappy thing, it goes kind of wild snapping around and Clockwork has to like yeah. rein it in. Like he he isn't really it's so dangerous, he's like barely controlling it himself. Uh yeah, it's pretty cute. That like, like it, it wouldn't be a cool model about that animation, but that animation makes it amazing, in my opinion. Uh, yep, that's Clockwork. Go play him. Uh, I suspect Clockwork next patch is gonna be a, a a Clockwork patch. This patch, I'm not seeing that much Clockwork, but I'm sure they have something cool in store for him because they're like reworking all the old talents, right? And I mean, progressively reworking all the old talents. And Clockwork's probably. Uh, next in line for some talent reworks in the like 2015 10 category like mm. i don't know especially the 10 and 15 and the left 20 talent are kind of garbage oh. yep that's clockwork nice news as news yes holy shit if you want peace you must prepare for war if you want war you must also prepare for war the lesson is, always prepare for war! Alright, Charlene. Noobs asked noobs. First question yes. by Neil. What is a six-letter hero that climbs MMR and defeats A2K's lameness? Asking for world <laughs> society. Okay. <laughs> I have to give context here. People begged me to do a world channel so they can post their cute little world results like nerds. And I called it <laughs> world channel for lames because I don't care much for world. Uh, so 
Oh man, this is a hard question. Like, what do you... Also, six-letter hero names or five-letter? Because Wordle is five. Uh, he said six. I don't know. He said six. Uh, oh man, what heroes are even... Tinker? Six letters. Tink no, Tinker's Tinker? five letters. My bad. Uh, what? No, Tinker six. Tink oh yeah, I'm, I'm just stupid. Yes, yes, yes. Tinker. Tinker yeah. climbs MMR, especially if you're a smurf boosting in low MMR. Um, Weaver? He's pretty good. Weaver's good, yeah. Yeah. Let's go with those two. Because I don't want to find other <laughs> six-letter heroes. Yeah, it doesn't seem very fun. Huskar. Huskar is also an MMR oh. climber. Oh, Huskar. Huskar loves winning games. Yeah. Mm. But is that is that defeating A2K lameness? No, I mean, Huskar is the definition of A2K lane. I feel like that's the embodiment of A2K I have 70% win rate on Huskar lifetime because the hero <laughs> resets me. Um, yeah. All right, next question. Dor Lidosoria, do you have a minom... Mnemonic. Minom How do you say that? Mnemonic. Mnemonic for keeping track. Yeah. You have to explain that word for me in a second. For keeping sure. track of the order of the ranking system in Dota. So a mnemonic is like a a mental device that you use to remember something. Oh, we so, call this uh, Eselsbrücke in Deutschland, uh, in Germany, which means Eselsbrücke. It which means yeah. So uh, do you have an Eselsbrücke for keeping track of the ranking system? Eselsbrücke. I just want to say this. It means donkey bridge. Donkey bridge. <laughs> yes. I don't know why donkey bridge means what it means in German, but that's what it is. Donkey bridge. Yes. Um. <laughs> I don't. I've played this game so much at this point that I just kind of know the the thing. Yeah. Can we come up with one? Because what, what even is it? It's Herald, Guardian. So HGC is the acronym that's coined by Yield Raven. So I feel like the right. the first the first three are covered. I'm typing it out. Oh! <laughs> okay, I have it. Immortal? And then, so it's HGC it? League, that's the first three. And then the other ones, the first letters, they kind of spell out Aladdin. There's no N, but Aladdin, that's good enough. You, we can just make this Aladdin. Like the well, guy who... Uh, maybe N is number one. Sure, yeah. All right, let's do it like oh, that. Yeah, Aladdin, that's easy. HGC, Aladdin. But oh, that's confusing because Aladdin is actually spelled with two Ds. Oh, yeah. Well, a misspell, a dyslexic spelling of Aladdin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. We okay. take the last D at the end of Legend and put it in front of Divine. Legend and the Divine. Oh, but now you're moving letters around. Huh? I mean, this is a pet peeve of mine. I feel like people use donkey... Okay, why am I saying donkey bridges? What do you say? Mnemonics? Yeah. People yeah, use mnemonics in some situations where it would really be easier to just remember the thing and you're just overcomplicating it with mnemonics. True. This is like on the on the edge, I would say, because it is like what, one, two, three, four, five, six, then uh it is eight ranks that you have to remember. But people use mnemonic whatever this word is for way, Donkey way bridges. easier things. Donkey bridges. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's part of studying, right? Like part 
sometimes you you write out this whole thing and you don't even use your little study guide, but the process of writing it out or creating the mnemonic helps you remember. Uh, I just want to point out that Rex Kao answered this, and he said, Hawk gorillas cheat A2K like a damn idiot. Hawk gorillas <laughs> cheat A2K like a damn idiot? That's really good, actually. Damn, I didn't even eat that. <laughs> yeah. All right, there's your answer. Man, maybe we should give Rex Kao the pork. Uh, the podcast. He seems to have Probably. way better ideas than us. Yep. Uh, next, right, question. next question. <laughs> the Earth's tilt causes seasons. What seasons would we experience forever without without it? Uh... See, that's a difficult question because it's not just the tilt. It's the tilt along with the fact that we have an elliptical... Um, revolution. Yeah. So it's tilt plus sometimes you're either leaning either closer towards the sun or away from the mm. sun. Wait, is that right? Because it's was think, circular. I don't think that's true. I think the it's. I thought this when I was young that the seasons are caused by the Earth being closer to the sun, but I'm pretty sure that uh, that doesn't have an impact. Isn't it? It's not closer. It's angle, right? I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the tilt causes the angle, and the angle changes the amount of sunlight that uh, places get uh, in a given time frame, mm-hmm. and that's what causes the seasons, right? Because like in Antarctica or the North Pole, like they have because of the tilt, sometimes they have like six months of pure sun, and then like six months of you know only darkness. Mm-hmm. Somebody, like, knows this and thinks we're very, very dumb right now. Probably. <laughs> what? So, wait, what is the question? What season would we experience forever without a tilt? Damn. Why are you asking me this, dude? Spring? I don't it know. Doesn't it doesn't... It depends where you are on the Earth, Yeah. Though, right? Because it's all about the angle of the sun. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, so like, the north, like, the equator would just, like, burn, and it would be very cold in the north and south? Is that it? I, I think so. So instead of having seasons, you would just have different regions with different... Yeah. Oh, no, you wouldn't have seasons. I mean, well, we already have climate change. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Next question. This is next above question. our pay grade. <laughs> Um, Elihu, Crystal Maiden and Lena are sisters. If they hug, what happens? CM Ooh. freezes Lena. Lena melts CM. Their respective temperatures regulate until they are both a lukewarm mass. Or Carrie M goes to the jungle for 20 more minutes. It's definitely C, according to thermodynamics. I guess we don't really know if... Lena is as hot as CM is cold. I was just gonna say we don't actually know. Like, what if Lena is like plus two hundred degrees and CM is like minus twenty degrees? Huh. And like the thing is, I wonder if their body temperatures are actually fine. It's just their spells, right? So like, if they hug, maybe this is a trick question. Maybe this is actually D. Because like. Well, Lena, wait, where does Lena's dragon slave come from? And I guess she has fire in her hands. Yeah, and in her hair but with Arcana. CM... And in her hair. Okay, okay. okay. And Sia so has like Lina's... ice crystals growing on her and a lot of cosmetics as well. That's not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a okay. disease. Yeah. All right, we'll go with C. C? 
Yeah, I think C is. Yeah, C. Assuming they're both the, the same, you know, temperature variation above the zero degree point. Uh, next question by Elio again. One host picks a daughter hero. The next identifies where they are most where they are most likely to go when on vacation. Hmm. Mm. Okay, I like this clockwork. question. Clockwork. Yeah. Where would clockwork go on vacation? Shenzhen, where they make uh, you know a lot of phones and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. Mm. Anti-mage. Anti-mage? Yep. Oh, man. Where would anti-mage go? Um, he would go somewhere agricultural because he'll want to farm and he also ah, doesn't like... That's a good angle. He doesn't... He, doesn't, he likes more of the simple life because no magic, no... No progress. <laughs> What's the place where they burned the witches? That's very famous. Salem? Uh, yeah. You would probably want to love that. Probably, yeah. Okay. Uh, I like. I mean, the so, agricultural angle is honestly smart. Not smart at all. You have, a, you have the better maybe, answer to this. Maybe he'll do multiple stops on his well, vacation. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he is rich, right? He can probably, with all his gold True. that he farms, once he gets a free, he can, like, do a big world trip. Just round the world all the time. Uh, cool. Next question by Rex Cow. What hero sets or combo are better than their arcana? Mm. Hmm. I really love the ogre set that just came out, yeah, and I do point. think it is better than the arcana. The little dragon wings. Do you have that set, Charlene? I do. Shout oh, out to nice. Jim. Jim. Aww, Jim gave so it to nice. me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. that's a great point, actually. That's probably definitely better than the Arcana. I'm trying to think right now. What other Arcanas are there? Like, I'm, there's Spectre, and I, I actually think the Spectre Arcana is pretty good. I yeah. don't think there are sets that are better than it. Um, the Drow Arcana? Mm. The problem is, like, you can mix most of the great sets Oh, definitely Lena Arcana, actually. There are Lina? a lot of sets for lena no yeah. that's like i think the best lena sets with is the which is the elder flame set that was a cash set i think one or two years ago that one was that one goes great with the arcana like you don't lose much okay. for like swapping the hair like it's definitely one of the arcanas that's like a more essential slot because like hair or head slot you can like still use most of the good sets with that without losing much mm-hmm Terrorblade? I don't know Terrorblade sets well enough. Or Legion sets. Yeah. Uh, we'll just go with Ogre. That's, Ogre, that's like a yeah, solid Ogre, pick. Ogre's a good answer. I like that. Oh. Yeah. Last question. What heroes... By Yanni, sorry. Uh, what heroes are most deserving of an Arcana and a buff at the same patch? Pagma, dude. Wait, so single single hero that gets both the Arcana and a buff? Yes. Pagna, dude. dude. My boy Pagna needs a buff that. so badly. No, you just can I just say, like, I fundamentally disagree with this question because if you release an Arcana, people are already going to be playing it. You don't need to also buff the hero. Yes, that wouldn't be like <laughs> People Valve, are playing like, it and it's broken. That couldn't be like Valve releasing broken heroes immediately with an Arcana for like, and then leave them broken for two weeks. They did that with Monkey King and Legion Commander. 
Yeah, but those are like hero releases. I feel like that's a little bit of a different situation. I mean, I think, you know, they should give Pagna a buff and an arcana. My boy, (laughs) my boy needs something, dude. Like, make life strain root. That would be a cool change. In the uh, game that we played against Hex, they had a Pugna Necro. So Pugna would decrep and then Necro would come with a with a Dagon and a Reaper. Yeah. It I just want I want Pugna gross. to be a good mid again. <laughs> like I played so much Pugna mid when he was better, and now he's not that good. It's like so hard to win games on the zero now. Yeah. Who's the lowest like love. pick rate hero right now? Oof. Any lone druid maybe? Lone druid seems like a dead hero dude. Uh, let's let's maybe Meepo? give lone druid some love. Yeah, lone druid I think is pretty dead. I think Meepo is also very dead. Besides that, I feel like all heroes get at least some play, right? Like I even yeah, see okay. clings or shit like that sometimes. My vote is for Lone Druid. Yeah, Lone Druid, I think, is the, the safe pick here. Mm. All right. Uh, cool. That concludes Noobs Us Noobs. And at the same time, it also concludes the episode. Uh, thank you so much for being with me here, Charlene, and supplying the Dota goons, the community, with even more content to consume into their greedy bellies. Uh, <laughs> this has been We Like Dota, episode 376. Uh Follow us on Twitter at we like Dota. Uh, follow, uh, contribute to our Patreon uh, at we like nay, patreon.com slash we like Dota. Join our Discord, which you can access from our website at we like uh, Tell your friends about the podcast. Tell your mom about the podcast. Tell your mom. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's it. Bye bye. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Bye.